wish I had uh, innovated quack quack. I, uh, I, uh, You're I was falling always... in love with quack quack. Quack quack. quack, quack. I could see why Imus was a true genius uh, with his quack quack. <laughs> yes. Hey, everybody. What's happening? It's a Monday morning, I believe. Uh, quack quack. Although you don't know what to believe these days. I was listening to. If somebody to, tells uh, you it's Monday, you'd better check. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, there's a, the guys played me this. I didn't hear this tape, but this is a, you know, people, I, I well, I wasn't going to get into this, but, uh, you know, people want to know why the world is falling apart. I it was very negative on Wednesday show. I told you that America is going way downhill. There's too many kooks in our country. And I told you the main problem is the kooks have all found each other. They find each other on uh, the Internet. I, I believe we should have a reset. Get rid of the Internet. Get, get, d- d- ban it. Because too many kooks get together. They get together. But, but and Howard. It's a you're danger. Gonna miss, you're going to miss all the things you get to look up. and. I know. I you love know, YouTube. The kooky videos you see. I know. I love YouTube. I, you know, oh, my God. But the kooks all have become empowered. They all have their own radio shows. The guys played me a clip. I don't know who this woman is. Uh, she's uh, evidently a Republican leader in Georgia. And, uh, you know, it's just another example, example rather, of society falling apart. It's crazy, you know. Like, I, I, I even hear people's views on Israel, and I, I go, what, the, what part of this don't they get? All these people screaming about Israel, you send them over to one of those countries in, uh, in, uh, in the Arab countries, they're going to kill you because you're not a Muslim. Let's they, they, put these... together a plane and send representatives from each of those groups over there and see how they yeah. Go over and live in Iran. It's time for you to live there. But our society is a mess. When I heard this clip, I wanted to cry. So this is a Republican leader. First of all, her name is Candace Taylor. I don't honestly. The guy's played it. She's for me. I a even local know. Georgia state official. Is that what you're saying? Or I believe so. She's a Republican Party leader. She ran, I think, once for some office. I don't. I, I don't know who this woman is, so I can't explain to you who she is. But uh-huh. I knew there was a problem. She spells her name K A N D I S S, Candace, which is not how you spell Candace. So right away, I can tell something's off. But of course, she has her own podcast, and she's talking, and they talk, 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 and this is what happens. She's talking. I think she's talking about that they're selling a lot of globes. Because uh, some people believe the earth is flat and some people believe the earth is round. I don't know where she's going with this thing. But this is who this is. Where, this is everyone people has a radio show. People. Yes. I said that it was globes everywhere. There's propaganda. But it's the truth. And you know how many people. There are globes everywhere and there's propaganda. She's a former Georgia gubernatorial candidate. So I guess somebody. Okay. She didn't win. She didn't win. But. <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe maybe she's like some of those guys that run for president that are like fringe candidates. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know who she is. Does she ever want an office? Does she ever serve anywhere, guys? Let's see. Can you give me a heads up on who she is? Because uh, it's a funny clip. 
Yeah, so Howard, they say she uh, she ran for governor and she lost. So then they voted her in to be the leadership of Georgia's first district. The cop voted her to be the leader of Georgia's first district. Who voted for her? The people or the Republicans? The GOP, the GOP. Is the GOP? I guess what he's saying. Yeah. yeah. GOP. Say the GOP. <laughs> it says, last Who says weekend, Republicans. <laughs> I, I was reading did the you, article. Did you just say the GOP? I did say the gop. I, I was just reading. I don't know what that is. I was just is. reading the words in front. <laughs> There's no gop. It's the GOP. The Crandall Party. Sorry. It says here, Dr. Candace Taylor is a South Doctor. Georgia native and has been employed as an educator for 19 years. An educator. And she's saying the uh, uh, selling a globe is propaganda? Republicans in Georgia's first congressional district elected as their chair, Candace Taylor, a gubernatorial challenger who ran on the Jesus Guns and Babies platform. So oh, that wow. is, yeah, that is who uh, she is. And I guess she's an educator and she, she well, listen like to this blow. rant. I mean, it's crazy to me. I said that it was globes everywhere. There's propaganda, but it's the truth. And you know how many people who don't believe in flat earth? They believe in, they believe that we're, you know, in a solar system. They reach out to me. They're like, Candace, you know what? You're right. I have been looking in stores and there are globes everywhere. Like there are globe toys and there's globes in the decorations. And you said that on your show and people thought you were crazy, but it's true. Why are they pushing? The globes. And I said, well, I think it's because of NASA and want to spend billions of dollars a month. But they try to say that I'm crazy. Why? See what I mean? Like like a woman like this in the old days, nobody would be sitting and listening to this. I don't even know what she's really saying. That she doesn't believe in the globe. She's a flat earther, obviously. And that NASA is pushing this globe thing so they can spend money so they can fly around some... (laughs) Flat Earth. What country is this? Crazy because I said that and they still go on my social media and my comments and they say, are you seeing globes everywhere, Candace? Are you seeing globes? I'm like, yeah, I am. Some people are passionate about it being flat. They're passionate about it being a globe. But then there's other people, I think, like me and other people, which I believe in creation, 100%. I believe in a firmament. I believe in creation. I believe what the word says. But we are like, I don't really care either way. I believe in Jesus. Give me him. But, you know, there's a lot of people who they want to know the scientific things. And they're not just going to say, I accept Jesus no matter what it looks like and I don't care about the rest. So you're going to have a whole group of people that don't get turned on to the Lord and they're going to burn in hell. (laughs) Did you hear that sentence? There's a whole bunch of people who believe in the science. Can you imagine? And this they woman, want, evidently. Well, she's acknowledging that there is science. She says they're going to want to know the science. I don't want to know the science because I got Jesus, is what she's saying. Well, I'm all for that. <laughs> if you don't want to know about science, then you must denounce things like running water, the Internet. Uh, you shouldn't even have a microphone in your house where you're broadcasting a podcast and you shouldn't have a car. And you shouldn't run government. Because that was well, created all by science. Oh, and if you don't, you know, if you're like, I just believe in the Lord, well, then, you know, go live in a third world country where they pray to a stick. I mean, what is this? Well, people believe there's a solar system. So when she looks up in the sky, she doesn't even see stars. I don't know what's up there, but I know there are a bunch of smart people called scientists who do. They, they, this is what I mean. It's the complete deterioration of society. Where dummies sit at home and make up, but but dummies, dummies are sitting at home going, 
hey, I know something. And they said, well, you say, how do you know? Because I feel it. I but feel you it. you are acting like they're a majority or they're some kind of mass. Oh, well. And, and what? Yes. They are <laughs> becoming the majority. <laughs> they are becoming the majority in this country. I don't believe that. Yeah. Yep. You can believe it. Well, we'll see what happens in the election. It's pretty damn close. The well, dummies are taking over. I read over. something the other day that, you know, should... Uh, I don't know with these polls. The polls have let us down several times well, in elections in the past several years. But the poll I read the other day says that independents <coughs> don't even want Trump running. And they don't think he should be... They think he should step off the presidential campaign and and uh, start working on all his trials and well, they won't vote for him. I read a poll the other day that said uh, Joe Biden's losing to Trump. Uh, that's another poll that you might want to read. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> your other poll. I'm, I'm saying yeah. these polls, I don't know what to believe with polls because they can say two different things. You can believe in this poll in my pants, Robin. Now, there's a poll you should take. <laughs> you will love it. You will benefit oh so much if you believe in that poll. <laughs> Candace Taylor, the woman we're listening to, received 3.4% of the GOP primary vote for governor in Georgia. 3.4% of the people voted for her. She well, that's refused. Not a majority, how? No, not at all, but she refused to concede, claiming the election was rigged. By the way, there's no need to concede in a primary election, but she wanted to, she didn't want to concede. Nobody does concede. You don't have That's to. That's right. Nobody won anything. They just go further in the election. They become, you know, more legitimate candidates. And she was endorsed by Mike Lindell. And, you know, you could laugh all you want at these people, but they're finding each other and they're becoming their own secret society, a globe. Some people believe there is a globe and some others believe there's a flat earth. No. There are some people who believe science, and then there are other people who make up stories because they look out their window and they go, the earth looks flat to me from here. <laughs> but I mean. she believes that uh, if you believe in the globe, you won't come to Jesus, and right. then you're going to go to hell. But she's driving a car, I bet. <laughs> Every day. I don't, know. I don't know why she's benefiting from science. I'm sure she has lights in her house, all that stuff. Yeah, but why have lights? <laughs> Let Jesus light your house. Ay, 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 ay. So fucked up, man. And then when you meet people who believe this kind of shit, you go, oh, Jesus, what the fuck's going Are on? Are you, you still see? going out and meeting people? <laughs> um, I do. You know what? There's some people right here in New York that kind of sound like this without the accent. Oh, boy. I don't know. I, I know a bunch of... The weird thing is, I know a bunch of, like, ex-military and cops and stuff, and they're all in on this stuff, and I go, well, wait a second. The dude just said that uh, people who get injured in a war are losers, and my, and that and that uh, one, of, one of our great heroes, uh, what's his name, the senator? John the, McCain. The, John McCain is a fucking loser, because he got captured... What, and they go, yeah, well. And I'm like, well, yeah, well, what? Yeah, well, what? What's the? You're a loser. What comes after that? 
Usually you, you lose someone's support when you call them a loser and insult the United States military. I don't know, man. I don't get any of it. I know. I didn't want to get into this. But anyway, I thought that clip was kind of funny. How about this guy, Elon Musk? I, you know, I, I remember just a few short years ago, I was like singing his praises as a genius because I said, you know, here's a guy who's got the American entrepreneurial bent. I mean, the guy invented or, you know, certainly no, improved. He is an inventor. He, he is. He does improve things. He's a great engineer. Yes, and the the electric car and what he was doing, and you know, the, you couldn't have had better PR. Everybody Even loved Elon Musk. Even the start of oh, um, AI, he was one of the original contributors to Open AI. I know, but something He's happened on to the, the dude. cusp of everything. He started his own space company, and now NASA uses his rockets. Yeah, I know. But then you used to see him. Did you see him up on that stage talking about of fuck the advertisers? <laughs> the dude should call me. You know, he thinks that he he has this convoluted notion that advertisers are trying to blackmail him. Blackmail, he called it, by not advertising on Twitter. He calls it X. I refuse to call it X. It's the stupidest fucking rebranding I ever heard. First of all, the X sign looks ominous. Uh, Twitter was such a kind of safe little space. It, it had a, it had a sweet little connotation. Twitter with the little bird. If I bought Twitter, the last thing I do is rename it something called X. But all right, that's his prerogative. He owns it. He somehow but, likes the X. He likes. He likes X. it. I got to tell you something. Now I I got no stake in the game. I used to be on Twitter. I used to get all my news from Twitter. But uh, once he renamed it X, I don't know what happened. I can't explain it to you. I don't have a rational explanation. But I stopped going on there, and it's it wasn't any kind of statement like I don't like uh, Elon Musk or I, I have nothing against Elon Musk. I have nothing against any of these people. But I just I don't know. All of a sudden, I didn't want to tap that little button, and I found myself going on Instagram more and uh, Facebook. But in any case, I don't go on there. That, I mean, I, I don't even have a rational explanation for it other than I don't like the, the X. And I don't know. I, I, I don't have a it's rebranding. It wasn't something. anything he said or anything. No, had nothing, nothing to do with him. It just the X turned me off. I see that X on my 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 phone. And I don't know. I just forgot about it or something. It wasn't a good move. That's all I'm saying. And I'm still on there. I still have my account, but I just haven't been on it. And I can't tell you why. But all right, put that aside for a second. And um, it's a kind of a weird move to spend billions of dollars and just re like it's like if you bought McDonald's and renamed it X, like the, the value of the name McDonald's is there. It's like, why would, you know, but okay, the guy's got so much money. Why not? If he, if he runs it into the ground, he doesn't care because it's not going to affect his lifestyle. He's got that much money. He's got like a trillion dollars or something crazy. So, okay, this is what he wants to do. It's his personal toy. God bless him. That's America, you know. But when he said, when he got up on the stage and I'm watching the guy and he says, uh, hey, if, uh, if Disney and these other companies don't want to advertise with me, they're, they're practicing blackmail. I was like, well, wait a second. I've been on the radio a long time. And I can't, I couldn't even write the list of advertisers that abandoned me in my career. 
you knew if you hired Howard Stern on your radio station, you were not going to have certain advertisers. And were they blackmailing me? No. Were they blackmailing the radio station? No. I understood what they were saying. They were saying, listen, your show is so fucking crazy and so out there. We don't want to be associated with it. It hurt like hell. I wish McDonald's would have advertised on my show. It would have been great. But they did not like my brand of humor. They felt they didn't want to be associated with it. It well, wasn't they blackmail. They had a brand to protect. Wasn't yeah. about you. It was their nope. own business they were dealing with. Yeah, they were like, hey, whenever we advertise on anything controversial, we get fucked in the ass because someone's not going to like it. We look for very bland types of media to go on. Like, no knock against Ryan Seacrest, but he had all the advertisers I could dream of. But I wasn't interested in playing it, you know, safe. I wanted to, uh, I wanted to do something compelling. So if you do something compelling, you can be sure advertisers are going to run for the hills. Elon has never experienced this because he didn't deal with advertisers before. No. Tesla doesn't even buy advertising. And so this was a brand new shock to him that advertisers could pull their stuff. Yep. So when he says, fuck you, advertisers just laugh. They're like, listen, we, we, we don't, we don't want to be on your, you've gotten so outrageous with some of your views. Some people are viewing them as anti-Semitic and blah, 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 blah. We don't want to be associated with it. That's the way of the world. That's how it goes. I hey, I wish yeah, he's thinking of suing somebody. It's <laughs> like who yeah. are you gonna sue? <laughs> What's the deal? Well, you should be happy. OJ's still on Twitter. He now goes. <laughs> he goes. Hello, X World. <laughs> X World. Uh, anyway, here's Elon Musk. If you want to hear the tape of him telling, go fuck yourself. To basically Bob Iger and other advertisers. But there's a public perception that that was part of a apology tour, if you will. Yeah, some dude is interviewing. Well, that this had been said online. There was all of the criticism. There was advertisers leaving. We talked to Bob Iger today. I hope today. they stop. You hope? Uh, don't advertise. You don't want them to advertise? No. What do you mean? If somebody's going to try to blackmail me with advertising, blackmail me with money, go fuck yourself. But go fuck yourself. Is that clear? Uh, All right. Hey, Bob. If you're in the audience. Well, well, let me ask you then. That's how I feel. The guy speaks. Advertise. You know. And yeah, he's right. I mean, uh, he's all in. He's just like, oh, fuck yourself. Well, that's fine. But I don't know. I don't know how sustainable that's going to be as a business. And maybe it doesn't matter. It's kind of like the New York Post, you know. Maybe he'll run uh, X as a lost leader. He'll just lose right. money on it all the time. Because right now he is. Yeah. I don't know. Like for, for many years, the New York Post and now even the Daily News and a lot of newspapers lose money, but rich guys buy it and they're willing to support it. And I say thank yeah. God for that because uh, I still think it's important to have newspapers. Call me crazy. But anyway, but uh, I said to someone, so who's advertising on X or Twitter? 
people don't even know what to call it. And, and someone said some batshit crazy advertisers, like, you know, like some of those like companies out of China. <laughs> you know? I, buy, I very rarely buy something that I see on social media, although I did the other day. I bought this uh, eyeglass cleaner. And I got to say, it Is works it great. Is the one with the two clips? Prongs, you know, like, the two clips. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, they advertise on Instagram. Did you see that? Yes. Look how fucking clean my glasses are. I bought the fucking thing. Look, well, it's wow. not that clean. Yeah, it's, uh, it's okay. I didn't like it. I, I bought it last year, I think. Oh, did you? You didn't like it? It like... doesn't. It doesn't get grease and stuff. You know, most of the shit on your glasses is like grease from your head. Yeah, yeah. And, uh... You got to sort of what you got to do first is wipe your glasses down and then use that little machine that they sell like it. It's I don't know what it is, but I've been using it and I I kind of like it. I sometimes we, we get tricked into buying shit. It's me who gets tricked, not Beth. I <laughs> I saw this advertisement on Instagram where it was like this. The cat that was a cat toy. It's a yes. cat massager. Like you see that they turn it on and the cat, and it's got all those weird rubber prongs on it and the cat rubs its head into it. Uh-huh. And I said to Beth, this is fantastic because every fucking night for 20 minutes, I'm rubbing the cats. I go, let's buy this thing. Turns out it's not really for cats. It's more like a back massager for people to hold on other people's backs, but. Someone figured out, hey, maybe we could sell it to dummies with cats <laughs> like us. We got a million cats. So uh, I bought it. I put it down on the floor like in the advertisement. My cats ran right away from it. They didn't want anything to do with it. They don't want to stick their head on that thing. I know. I try not to buy the pet stores. I mean, the pet toys, because they'll show you the cats just interacting with these toys <laughs> like they've yeah. never had a better time. Yeah. But I don't Aren't believe my- it. My cats, most of my cats love burlap. So we buy strips of burlap and just put them down on the floor and they're yeah. happy. You yeah. know? Hey, um, look who's on the phone. Ronald McDonald. Yes, Mr. McDonald. Hey there, Howard. Look, I can't advertise with your show. There's too much cock on your show. <laughs> yeah. See, I told you, I, I'll never have McDonald's on my show. They, they're, they're nervous about it. What am I going to do? Say fuck you? Okay. Fuck you. What am I going to do? Bring back the Sibian and we'll talk. <laughs> yeah, so you're you don't like the amount of gay stuff I talk about. Yeah, ba da ba ba ba. You're gross. <laughs> Speaking of gross, thank you, Ronald. That's Ronald McDonald. See, I'm not getting uptight. No, we had a lot of advertisers bail. It was like a fire sale. They were running out the door. <laughs> Allison, you're on the air in Colorado. Good morning. Hey now. Hey now. That you're supposed to say it back. Hi, Robin. Good morning. So. Hey now. How are you guys? Um, quack, quack. Hey now. All right, come on. You, you, you've you've been on the air for 15 so seconds, and all you've said is "Hey now." No. Um. Well, at first, I was going to talk to you about like being living in a state where Lauren Boebert, because you were talking about the crazy. But then I remembered two days ago I ordered eight of Beth. What did you order? I ordered eight of them. Okay. For Christmas gifts to my like daughters and my son. He's eighteen. He loves our cats. But when you were talking about crazy, I mean Lauren Boebert. 
come on. He sounds Is just that like that other comment? Kid. Yeah, Lauren oh, no, Bulbert. Okay, all right. Thanks, Allison. <laughs> I don't know what she. She's wasted a lot of my time. Nice woman. <laughs> Bought eight of uh, those Thank shirts. Thank you that, for buying the cat shirts. Yeah, that'll uh, go toward the enormous bills of trying to save animals. Holy mackerel! I tell you what, uh, it, it costs a lot of money when you have a sick animal because we've got about fifty of them, and. Uh, I mostly finance all of it, but mm. I said to Beth, maybe you get a couple of your followers to kick in. Jesus, I'm <laughs> going through money like crazy. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Well, you've never you've never done a kidney transplant on a cat. You want to talk about expenses? Oh, we've done everything. You don't even know what we've done. <laughs> Not a kidney transplant, though. You're right. No, because a kidney transplant. You can't do that too many times. You will be no. bankrupt. <laughs> I think I'm drawing the line at that one. <laughs> yes, please. Yeah. Don't do that. Well, we have a thing where a lot of people just dump their animals on us and say, would you pay for them? And I'm like, whoa, really, dude? Why did you get a cat in the first place? But all right. Anyway. Anyway, there's Elon Musk. I talked about that. Henry Kissinger died. It's funny, uh, they were like frying Henry Kissinger, calling him a war criminal and most of these old yeah. bits. Uh, I was shocked at the the uh, outburst of hate that came yeah. out uh, after he died. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. I mean, uh, he did a lot of weird shit, I know. But if you want to concentrate on something positive, the amount of pussy Henry Kissinger got was staggering. With that look, pussy with that is look, awesome. let, pussy is the greatest. Let me just let me let me sum up his obituary this way. This guy, he's worse looking than me, and that's pretty. You know, that's pretty bad. Uh, like I know I look peculiar, but Jesus Christ, Henry Kissinger looks like his face melted. He didn't and it, even seem to mind, you know, I mean, like, no. or notice his face was melting. I don't think the guy ever once hit the gym. Like, I don't think he ever woke up in the morning and went, you know, maybe I'll, uh, maybe I'll do some reps. You know, I don't <laughs> think it ever happened. <laughs> maybe it's a leg day. Maybe I'll do back today. You know, work on my, uh, work on my back and then maybe calves. Back in cab. Well, maybe day. even some face uh, surgery, a <laughs> lift or something. Uh, no. <laughs> I don't mind all this droopy skin hanging from my neck. <laughs> you know, it was just like. But a lot of the obits were like, um, like Rolling Stone put out good riddance Henry Kissinger, war criminal beloved by America's ruling class, finally dies. You know, I mean, really nasty stuff. But so let's concentrate on something positive the amount of pussy this guy got. Now, um, the Washington Post called him a playboy and a swinging bachelor. Now, that's not what you usually think about when you're thinking bachelor. Well, anyway, he dated uh, James Bond girl, Jill St. John, who I must have beaten off to 50,000 times when I was a kid. Jill St. John, isn't she the one like 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 she would come out of the water in a James Bond movie or. Did she come? Is she the one who walked Everybody out of the water? Everybody came out of the water. Yeah, yeah that, that was Ursula Andress. Oh, that Ursula Andress. 
Yeah. But Jill St. John, wasn't she married to Robert Wagner for a while? Still is, yeah. Is she? Yeah. I don't know. I get all my sex pots confused, but I know I jerked off to Jill St. John. <clears throat> but Henry Kissinger, I don't know if he banged her or what, but he dated her. Um, he also dated Shirley MacLaine, another woman. Now, I'm going back to when I was a kid. I used to beat off to her. She would be on the Ed Sullivan really? Show. Yeah. Oh, my God. She was amazing. She'd come out. She was a dancer, Shirley MacLaine, more, than, more so than an actress in those days. When I was a kid. I didn't even barely know what a boner was. I had just been new to the boner experience. Hey, boner. And I remember I'm sitting with my parents watching the Ed Sullivan show on TV. And back in those days, you know, you had to sit there and watch TV with your parents, which was a fate right. worse than death. Because if I had a boner, I knew my dad had a boner, too. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, the thought of his boner just it made me ill. Anyway, Shirley MacLaine would come on. And she'd be wearing like no pants. She had right. on stockings. She had, yeah. she had on stockings, high heels, and like um a giant bikini bottom, like like a you know like giant underpants. Well, it was some kind of bottomless Leotard. top. Yeah, it was yeah, but it was always sequined and no no sleeves either. So you're right. getting the arms and all the legs. That was the most nudity you'd ever see. And she'd be <laughs> dancing around. On I always thought dancing yeah. was funny. Like, it's like some woman, <laughs> some half-naked woman running around on the stage, like, to music. <laughs> it's, like, so or stupid. Or around a chair. Uh, yeah, yeah. Know? Yeah, like holding a chair and then, you know, like, <laughs> swinging her legs up in the air. But I remember, I, I remember laying down at night. Now, back in those days, there was nothing to look at, to beat off to. It was like being a caveman when I was a child. So I'd, I'd close my eyes and remember what Shirley MacLaine looked like and beat my meat. <laughs> and then like come into a bunch of tissues and then tiptoe out of bed into the bathroom to flush the tissues down the toilet. And then get back to bed without my parents noticing. I was always in fear that I'd run into my father in the hallway trying to get in there to get his tissues. That's uh, why those toilet. women dancers used to have a career. I had no idea what the appeal <laughs> But Henry Kissinger went out with her, Jill St. John, Candace Bergen, I mean, another Whoa. hottie, Liv Ullman. Liv Ullman. Liv Ullman? <laughs> that's her, that Liv Ullman was, uh, you know, she was in all the Ingmar Bergman uh, movies. Yeah. She was hot, too. I saw her on Broadway when I was a boy. In um, what's the name of that play, Robin? Where at the end the refrigerator opens and she's a blind woman, and the oh, guys. Oh, um. Do you know the name of that? If you, yes, I'll give that you, was the movie was with Audrey Hepburn. Right, I'll give you ten points if you remember the name of that oh, movie. Oh, and I love that movie. Wait until dark. Wait That's until it. dark. Yeah. Fucking Fred, he's awesome. Fred knows everything. Wait until dark. I saw Lee Volman, and. uh and he dated Diane Sawyer, who was super hot in her day. I mean, this is Henry Kissinger's legacy. Forget all that other bullshit. That's why people are angry at him. <laughs> Rich, yeah, exactly. I'm angry with him. <laughs> I never had um, Jill St. John. Richard Nixon even set Kissinger up on a date with Zsa Zsa Gabor, who was the hottest. According to Zsa Zsa's book, the two were about to kiss when Henry got called back to the White House. Here's Zsa Zsa from a David Letterman interview years ago. 
talking about it. Now, we, we had a, a one wonderful thing happen to us. He brought me home from... Uh, Do you imagine those two on a date? The, 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 the clashing of the accents. <laughs> now, we, we had a, a one wonderful thing happen to us. He brought me home from uh, from a restaurant in Los Angeles, and he tried to kiss me goodnight. And all, just as he tried to kiss me, a beeper went on, which he had right here. And the beeper said, Henry, come back immediately. I need you. That was the president of the United States. So he screwed up that one kiss. Hmm. <laughs> wow. You know, I think that's about all he screwed up. And unless it was... <laughs> Shirley McLean is on the phone. Hi, Shirley. I didn't know you were a fan. Yeah, well, I am now. I heard you used to beat off to me and because I, I was a dancer. And I'm dancing right now to Charleston. Oh, oh, I just stepped on one of my tits. You got a boner again? You got a boner? I used to, I used to beat off to you on Ed Sullivan, Shirley. You were fantastic. Oh, my God. I remember one time on Ed Sullivan, I stuck Topo Gigio up my snatch. <laughs> was... All right. Topo anyway, Gigio. Um, Topo Gigio. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, hey, it's Rosie O'Donnell. I love Rosie. Hi, Rosie. Oh. Hi, Howard. Oh, my God. I'm so happy Kissinger died. I can't stop masturbating. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. You got the vibrator? I got it. I'm coming once for every year that slug was alive. I'm up to 46. <laughs> he didn't deserve all that pussy. Oh, let me turn it up. Oh, he got man. a lot of pussy. Go ahead. Oh, I won't interrupt. God. He Go looked ahead. like a dead fish. And did you hear Billie Eilish came out as queer? That makes me hard, too. There's so many good stories in the news. Oh, you're beating oh, off to weed whacker. You're beating off to Henry Kissinger dying and Billie Eilish coming out as uh, queer. Oh, my God. Yeah, I love it. I'd like to offer her mentorship. Ooh, she can shoot push balls out of my clitoris like Rocky Balboa hitting a speed bag. Oh, oh yeah, and Elon Musk is self-destructing. So much good stuff. Oh, yeah, let me get the <laughs> weed whacker. Oh. All right, Rosie. Oh, 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 oh. And George Santos got ejected from Congress. Oh, oh, oh. Turning it higher. Oh, oh, yeah, let's see. Too. <laughs> Let me help you. George Santos oh. is out of Congress. Ah. Henry Kissinger is dead, and Billy Eilish ah. is coming out. All right. Oh, easy, oh. easy. You're going to need ice after this. You're going to have to oh, ice those privates out. Right You're going to hurt yourself, Rosie. Oh, yeah, Kissinger. He looked like a meatball with fish lips. Oh, oh, oh. I'm going to scoop my pussy across a fault line while it's having an earthquake. Oh. I'll tell you what. I'm going to help you come. You ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Help me, Howard. Trump is still in trouble. Oh, going to jail. Not going to be president. Yeah. Oh, no. Wow. <laughs> wow. I think I think somebody better go over there and do an intervention. All right. Well, listen, I'm happy for her. Uh, I miss Billie Eilish uh, came out as queer. What does that mean? I don't know anything about that. Is that true? Billie Eilish is what? What does that even is gay the same as queer? I don't know because yeah, it we're has old. its own designation in the LGBTQ lineup. Yeah, I'm. I love when. Uh, I love when there's new gay news. 
<laughs> I don't know if that's true or not, honestly. I don't have any confirmation of that. Rosie seems to be yeah. tuned into that one. Yeah. All right, so Henry Kissinger, <clears throat> Sandra Day O'Connor died. She was a the first female Supreme Court justice, 93 years old. She died from uh, advanced dementia. See, this is what I was talking about with you the other day. Like, you can have this incredible, you know, we were talking about uh, Rosalind Carter and Jimmy Carter. And you can have this incredibly productive, contributive life and then just lose your marbles or or just have all your organs melt. The life is cruel. You know, my mom used to tell me when I was a kid that everything would be okay, but she was lying to me. (laughs) Everything isn't okay. It's never going to be okay. Billy, oh, here's a Billy Eilish has, quote, come out saying she is for the girls, but thought it was obvious and didn't realize people didn't know. I thought she was dating a dude when she did my show the last time. Yeah, she's been. I've known of two or three men she's dated. Well. I'm confused. Perry, you're on the air in Connecticut. Connecticut. Howard. Hey, now. Robin, and good morning. Dare I say, Fred? Here's my question, Howard. Uh, You mentioned the other day that you were all about equalizer. Uh, My question is, who's a badder ass? Is it Denzel in Equalizer or Keanu Reeves in John Wick? Uh, Listen, Equalizer is the best out of all of them. Denzel Washington is Equalizer is the best action movies and hero. I you know better than anybody. John Wick has completely lost his mind. Uh, I, I I don't know what's going on there. The last two John Wicks, no story. I don't know who that dude is with the bad teeth, who's his mentor, who runs the hotel. I don't know what that hotel is where criminals go not to fucking kill each other. I mean, listen. It's gotten to the point. There's no story. The equalizer, he he gets he revenge. To what he does, yes, and he does it. You care? I don't give a shit about John Wick anymore. He he kills everybody, and I don't know who's why people are out to kill him. Criminals are out to kill him because he killed someone at the hotel. It's the whole fucking story is bullshit. I'm a fairly bright guy. I don't even know what's going on there. And I don't know. Stuck to the dog, his wife. Yes. You know, like somebody you could uh, relate, that story you could relate to. It's horrible. He's cutting off his own finger. The equalizer. He's a guy, humble guy, walks into a room and beats the shit out of the mafia guys and, 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 and drunken rich kids who, you know, rape women. Uh, you know, I'll tell you the truth. I, I used to get excited about John Wick. I can't. I'll tell you what, porn has a more believable story than the John Wick movies. I think porn is better than John Wick. What do you think? Never mind. Porn writers to write the next John Wick. Yeah, your question should have been, what's better, porn or John Wick in terms of believability? It's ridiculous what they've done to that franchise. With the first John Wick, they killed his dog, they killed his family, and he went after the bad guys. I'm there. I cared about him. Keanu is really good actor. He understands action. The dude knows how to handle guns. He's a no bullshit kind of guy. But then okay. they went off the rails. That's it. The, the answer is the equalizer. Right. 
All right. Oh, one more question. So out of all of the badasses that we've grown up with, are there any others that you would put in the category? Equalizer. Of the only guy. That's it. Denzel Washington. You don't care Washington. about Liam Neeson and his, you know. No, well, listen. You, well, Liam Neeson Charles is fantastic. Or- Charles Bronson. Listen. Charles Bronson. Is he dead? Yes. Must be. I never saw an actor like that in my life. I mean, I never saw acting like that. I love Charles Bronson. I love those movies. They were crafted very well. But holy cow. I mean, asking this guy to emote. I mean, he had one expression on his face. Yeah. And that fucking mustache. I never and saw a worse his voice mustache. didn't change. It was always the same. I love that character. What Curtsy. John Curtsy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 something like that. Yeah, yeah, it was great. He kills his whole family and he goes down, and shoots everyone. But the Equalizer, I mean, oh my god, Liam Neeson is terrific. You know, they, there's a lot of good. Listen, Clint Eastwood was great, but yeah. uh, no one is better than Denzel Washington as the Equalizer when he lectures these criminals. You know, very matter of factly. I would, you know, he just wiped out 27 guys. He sits down at a table on a moving train. With the top guy from the Romanian mafia, and he says to him, I would like to tell you a story. <laughs> to, uh, stop me if you've heard this one before. <laughs> you know, you know, <laughs> lecturing the guy. And then he kills him. You know, he gives him a whole long wind up. I'm going to give you an you opportunity. Said last week, and yeah. now it's showing up in my feeds. I'm like, uh oh, what was listening when Howard said on the air? <laughs> Turn off your phone. <laughs> go to when, four. If I go to four, you'll shit your pants. Is yeah, that's the greatest. He's that. he's got a mafia guy at a, at an, a restaurant, a whole full restaurant. <laughs> and he just squeezes that between his thumb and his forefinger, and he says, "Right now, it's a one. Now it's a two. If I should go to a three, you will be very uncomfortable. And if I go to four, you will shit your pants." <laughs> <laughs> and and none of. None of the 007 guys, right? No, no, the 007. I mean, that's fun to watch, but the, no, the 007, Denzel Washington is the best. The Equalizer is the best. That's it. They no shouldn't better. even be considered the same. You know, it's no. a spy movie. No, he's the right. best. He wins. Howard, Howard, thank you so much. I appreciate taking my call. And don't call uh, and argue with me about this. It's, that's the answer. <laughs> Go on your podcast and uh, talk about who you like. Everybody has a podcast now. That's it. Over the weekend, I'm reading about this uh, Hall and Oates. You know, I've had Daryl on. I've had John on. I mean, Hall and Oates, right? Uh, oh, here she comes. She's a man eater. She's a rich girl. She's a Sarah Sarah. Smile. Good band. I mean, they had a lot of hits. Here you go. Coming at you, WNBC, Hall and Oates. A little bit of Sarah's smile for you on a beautiful Monday morning. Go ahead, brother. Sing it. Baby hair with a woman's eyes. WABC Chime Time, 745 with Hall and Oates. All right. Anyway. They're suing uh, Daryl Hall, the tall blonde guy, 
who I always thought was more of the group than the other guy, Oates. I think Hall is suing Oates. And from yeah, what I can gather, I know that for sure. <laughs> what's so weird is I couldn't figure out what the what the fuck they're suing each other over. I mean, I read an explanation of it. I was fascinated by it. I love to, to hear about musicians. But from what I could glean, either my reading comprehension is low, but whenever they write about this, I couldn't understand it. So I said, I got to call somebody like a musician and have them explain the business, what's going on. Why is Hall suing Oates? And I could bullshit you and tell you what I think I know, but I really don't know what's going on. Because I heard that, like, he doesn't want Oates to sell his publishing to a certain publisher, but it turns out that publisher is his own management company. Yes. Hall's, yes. And, and you, you hear it, your head spins. You don't know what. <laughs> in other words, there's got to be a simple explanation for why Hall is suing Oates. And so I, I said to the guys, come up with a list of musicians who we could call to explain to us why is Hall suing Oates. So I got a list of musicians. I got to say, our guys are the best. They gave me, they said, what do you think about like Adam Levine? And I thought about it. I love Adam. I'm friendly with Adam. We've had Adam on the show a million times. In fact, Adam's going to be doing something for us soon. But Adam knows musicians. And he can't really say what's going on because, you know what I mean, he's not going to badmouth these guys. In other so words, what he's got what position are you going to get to talk about this? Exactly. That's when I deduce that I can't call a musician to explain to me. I mean, off the air, I'm sure Adam could tell me exactly why that's going on. Or Lars from Metallica, who understands the business of rock and roll. He would understand it. But I don't know if they're going to be willing to come on the air and really talk right. about what the fuck is going on here and who's wrong. So then we said we got to get a rock journalist to explain it to us. Someone who okay. knows Hall and Oates, who understands the business. And one of the guys says to me, I don't know who it was. I think, I don't know, Gary or somebody said, you know, David Wilde from Rolling Stone magazine who interviewed me. Uh, he did one of the stories. I've been in Rolling Stone a couple of times. But David Wilde, he said, David Wilde knows those guys, and he's reported on them. We'll get him to explain what's happening. I said, David would be good. David's got rock credibility, and he doesn't give a shit. He'll just tell you what's happening. He's a reporter. You know I mean? He's supposed to tell you the story. That's right. See? So... I was going to put, I got David Wilde lined up. I lined him up last night. David, uh, I'll give you his credentials. He not only did a story on me in Rolling Stone a hundred years ago, back in like the nineties, but he won a Peabody award, which I don't even know what that is. When I hear the <laughs> word Peabody, Peabody gives out awards. <laughs> yeah, that, whenever I hear a Peabody award, I go, Oh, remember that cartoon, Mr. Peabody <laughs> and Sherman? Remember Sherman? <laughs> yes, Sherman. <laughs> and didn't Peabody go like on, uh, didn't he go in the Wayback Machine? Oh, all the time. Whenever yeah. Sherman didn't understand history, they'd get yeah. in the Wayback Machine. Yeah, I didn't like that cartoon that much. I did. I don't, I don't like, I don't like cartoons teaching me things. You know what I mean? I just want to see them crash into things. I don't like when a cartoon tries to be educational. Oh. Like, fuck you. Like Elon Musk says, fuck you. Don't teach me anything. Anyway. David won a Peabody and an Emmy. Let me ask you. I got him on the phone already. Hey, David, how are you? Howard, how are you? 
Long time no speak. How are you? 20, 29 years, I remember, because the last thing you ever told me was not to get married. And now I have to try to talk at four in the morning and not wake up my wife. So uh, I remember it well. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. You know, because you, you were you know, you, saying you, you were you, never going to get married again. Right. It was exactly then, yes. Uh, but the, I, when you say I wrote one of the stories on you and Rolling Stone, I wrote the first story. Let's just be clear. That was uh, 1990. Yeah, boy, I, I'll never forget how excited I was. I, you know, I had read David because I always, I love Rolling Stone magazine. I love musicians. I love reading about them. And when I was told I was going to be on the cover of the Rolling Stone, holy shit. And I always loved it. And then David showed up and he interviewed me. And it was a real nice article, too. Like, they, they appreciated what I was doing, which I wasn't used to. You know, like, most things that were written about me were negative. So, uh, I have a soft spot in my heart for Rolling Stone and David. So, anyway. You put a lot of thought into... What? I, a lot of thought into how this was... You know, like, you had read so many Rolling Stone articles that you yeah. knew they come in and they try to set a scene... When yeah. they start the article to to sort yeah. of place you, and I think you spent a lot of time thinking about what you wanted David to see you doing. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think it was Dave. It was like maybe the second article that Rolling Stone wrote. I I was, you know, it was so the Rolling Stone articles had sort of a formula. Yeah, the uh, the uh, the guy who writes it would go to your, your house and say, you know, hey, I went to David Crosby's house and everyone was sitting around smoking weed and and you go, wow, you know. And I was like, well, what's going to be? So I would orchestrate it. I I don't think it was you, 